this episode is being brought to you by Reese's. Man, when I'm craving some chocolate, there's not a snack I want more than a Reese's cup. That peanut butter and that chocolate sure does hit the spot. And sometimes just eating two of them doesn't do the trick. I need to get two packs and have four of them. Benny, are you a Reese's fan? I actually hate peanut butter, Marky. Well, Benny, this is a paid advertisement. So this episode, gang, is being brought to you by the delicious and the phenomenal Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, good stuff. When you're craving some chocolate, be sure to make it Reese's. VIP listeners, thank you for joining us. You are now on the mark. This is our Senior Bowl recap show. Now, don't let that scare you away. If you aren't interested in the Senior Bowl, you aren't interested in the draft or college athletes, we're hearing what I was doing in ridiculous Mobile, Alabama. This is really a story and a tale about pursuing your goals and your passions and listening to your gut instincts. Because frankly, I took a leap of faith with this entire trip, gang. I'd rather spend thousands of dollars in Las Vegas or New York City, not in towns like Mobile, Alabama. But here at On The Mark, we have goals in mind. I want to grow this brand to be the biggest media company in the world. There's nothing I would like more than to work side by side with the Raiders. And I knew I could pursue both those goals by taking this leap of faith and going to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. The Senior Bowl committee was gracious enough to approve our press credentials and give us an opportunity to do this. Even when situations in your life aren't ideal, don't let it prevent you from pursuing what you're trying to accomplish one way or another. You know, money can be tight. Nerves can be high. There can be time restrictions on things because you have other important uh, requirements going on in your life. Push it to the limit. You only live once. Try to fit in time to pursue your coveted goals. And that's what this episode is about. This is about on the mark, taking a leap of faith, traveling to an insane town down south with one thought in mind, the pursuit of a passion. People who don't know me won't believe the story I'm about to tell. Right, Benny? Yeah, truly. It's almost unfathomable. If you put the mathematical odds on the things that happened on this trip, the odds, Benny, you're a Vegas guy, would be preposterous. Yeah, astronomical. Astronomical. And these things happened. When you get off your couch, gang, when you take a leap of faith, when you leave your comfort zone, great things can happen. This world is a crazy place. The stars can align for you. You never know what can happen. You never know what can happen. Shoot or shoot. Take your shot. And when you pursue these type of passions and Benny you get those little achievements that might mean nothing to somebody but they mean everything to you Mm -hmm. 
it gives you that great feeling in your core that you used to feel when you were a kid. No, I totally agree. So, gang, this is the story of my Senior Bowl visit, the On The Mark Senior Bowl visit. I hope you enjoy this and just kind of listen to it from my perspective and put yourself in my shoes as if you were pursuing, you know, your goal and what you're trying to accomplish. Because when you leave your comfort zone, great things can happen. Everybody who listens to this show knows I'm a lifelong true Raiders fan. More importantly, a huge John Gruden and Mike Mayock fan. For those of you who don't know, John Gruden being the head coach and Mike Mayock, their new general manager. So I set out on this journey. The folks at the Senior Bowl were gracious enough to give on the mark our press credentials. I set out on this journey, gang, with a lot of goals. Had a layover in Atlanta, Georgia. You can't fly directly into Mobile from Philly. So it was Philly to Atlanta to Mobile. Everything goes seamless at the Philly airport. I land in Atlanta. Immediately hear that there is a delay on the flight of five hours. I say, all right, well, I'm just going to have to suck it up. What can I do about it? There's nothing I can do out of my control. I go to the 4040 Club in the Atlanta airport. Beyond cool that they have that. Yeah, very cool. Had a $13 beer in there. Yeah, you did. Checked my app, and they said I could get on standby of another flight where I would only have to wait two hours. So at the very last minute, I get on standby for this flight that would get me to Mobile sooner than later. I head over to the gate, and I ask the gentleman at the desk by where you would board the plane, what do you think, man? I'm on standby. You think I'll be able to get on this plane? He says, yeah, I I do. There's only a few people ahead of you, and there's some other flights delayed, and usually one or two people don't show up. He says, there's a few people ahead of you, and one guy, the, the one guy in front of you, his name Jay Gruden. Absurd. Now, as I said, John Gruden is my guy, an idol of mine. And mm-hmm. Benny, you love him too. Oh, how could you not? And most people around the NFL do. So, Jay Gruden is also the coach of the Washington Redskins. Literally, the name Jay, J-A-Y Gruden. Keep that in mind to understand what I'm about to tell you. So they're letting the last two people on. Who do those people happen to be? Myself and Mr. Gruden. Now, I did not know this at the time because it wasn't Jay Gruden, the coach of the Washington Redskins. Nor was it John Gruden. Nor was it John Gruden, the coach of my Raiders. So, you know, I figure, out oh, well, Gruden can be a common, I, you know, I, I guess. It's not like this insane name. Sure. So I didn't really think anything of it. Get on this 50-seater plane, get ready to head to Mobile. I was very happy that I was going to be getting there sooner than I had expected. The plane hasn't even taken off yet, and I have my book out. I was reading a book about the history of the Raiders organization and Al Davis. 
former Raiders owner. I'm on a page discussing John Gruden's potential contract extension in 2001, or or 2000, rather. I'm reading this, and on this page, in the latter half of the book, it's describing John Gruden's father, Jim, and how he had said to one of the Raiders' front office members, what's going on with my son's contract? He wants to remain with the Raiders. My hand to God, folks. I swear on everything that is holy. As I'm reading this, the man in front of me, who was the last person allowed on the flight with me, says to the person sitting next to him, my name's Jim Gruden. I'm heading to the Senior Bowl to see my son John coach the game. Insane. I couldn't believe my ears in many ways. I lean up and I say, hey, I'm really sorry to uh, intrude on your conversation, but you won't believe this. I just overheard what you said and I'm on this page of the book and it's talking about you. And just so he didn't think I was full of shit, I showed him. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I tell him how big of a supporter how big of a fan and how big of a believer I am with his son, of his son. We talk football for damn near the entire flight. We talk about the history of John's coaching career, and we talk we're talking about the future and what he's got going on. I mean, so now, Benny, at this point, this is a fucking dream come true for me. Oh, yeah, man. I, I mean, I can't believe what's going on at this point. So then, after roughly 30 minutes of great Gruden-related, football-related conversation, the plane starts shaking and hitting unbelievable turbulence. Sickening turbulence. Up and down, side to side. Making me nauseous as hell. Benny, it was so bad that I put my hands over my head and I said to myself, if this plane crashes, it's not the worst thing because it would end the nausea and the headache. It was that bad. Hmm. Oh, no. They were having massive thunderstorms in Mobile. So the plane couldn't land. They flew us to Pensacola, Florida because they couldn't land us in Mobile. So I'm saying to myself, Jesus Christ, I mean, as great of a thing as this is, meeting John Gruden's dad, somehow being the last two left on a flight we weren't even supposed to be on, this is still, like, insane. Like, how the hell am I? This is crazy. It's like a movie that... Planes, trains, and automobiles, kind of. You're going to die with John Gruden's dad. Like, you two are final destination, last two on the plane. Not to mention, Tory Holt was on this flight. So, forever... It would get talked about the plane where John, John Gruden's Gruden dad went down. down. And Tory Holt. And Tory Holt, but... I would never be remembered. <laughs> you would rarely be remembered. Bad boy podcast host of On the Mark wouldn't be remembered. Uh, maybe. 
You, so, we might get good publicity out of it, honestly. So yeah, all uh, all good for you there. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to Pensacola, Florida now, and me and Jim are still talking. He says, "Come on, let's go to the bar, get some beers, kill some time." We're at the bar now in Pensacola, Florida. I, of course, I have to buy Jim. Yeah, how a, could you not? A beer. Yeah. He's drinking a Bud Light Draft. I did a Corona Light. I lift my head up. I see who's across the bar. Brown's new head coach, Freddie Kitchens, and Brown's GM, John Dorsey. Mm-hmm. And John Dorsey's wearing that white sweatshirt yeah, with the yeah, orange yeah. Cleveland Browns. Like he has a whole closet full of them. So those guys are getting hammered. They're talking stupid. Kitchens is drinking draft beers in two gulps. He capped it with like a vodka sour. Good. He went to pay cash. John Dorsey said, no, I'm making an executive decision. Pulls out his credit card. Must have been the Browns company card. Then, now all this time, I'm still sitting at the bar with Jim, talking Raiders, talking Gruden. They walk over to the Chick-fil-A in the food court across from the bar. They order a shit ton of Chick-fil-A. So much so that they were like standing in front of this Chick-fil-A for like 20 minutes waiting for all this food. Okay. Notice that out of the corner of my eye. Now, during this whole process, I'm right next to Jim, and I see John Gruden texting him. Pops, you okay? Where you at? Everything all right? Now, the reception in the airport was horrible. So I was giving, uh, you know, I was helping Jim get on the Wi-Fi, making sure that the text message went through when his iMessage wasn't working. I was looking out for the guy. Mm-hmm. Watch his luggage when he went to the bathroom. Sure. You know, he's, he's like 81 years old. Yeah. He doesn't look it. He's a healthy man. So we're having great Raiders conversation, great football conversation, and this whole time I'm just in disbelief. Jim looks to me after about an hour, and he says, the Raiders are coming to pick us up. (laughs) They're going to drive us back. So cool. Now, once again, you guys have to realize, I'm a big Raiders fan, lifelong, a Raiders loyalist. I think you'd be hard-pressed, Benny, to probably find a more loyal fan around. I agree. Something else that was symbolic about this whole thing. The two worst teams in the NFL record-wise since 2002, the Raiders and the Browns. We were all at that bar together. Mm-hmm. So the Raiders came to pick us up in a beautiful infinity truck with a senior bowl decal on the side. And... We drive back to Mobile from Pensacola. An hour ride. Great, great Raiders conversation this entire ride. The person driving is the same person who takes John Gruden to work every morning at 2.45. Wow. Both guys were on the field with the Raiders during this whole Senior Bowl week. They're all, you know, they're Raiders employees. So we had awesome conversation. Frankly, they sounded a little frustrated with Derek Carr. Hmm. They sounded... uh, a little frustrated with former GM Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. And um, it was really cool to get these little tidbits. Oh, yeah. And they were freaked out by me because I'm in a Raiders hoodie. I'm telling them I can't stand the media, but I'm at the Senior Bowl in a media capacity. Media. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so they, they didn't know what to make of me. And understandably so, people who know me. I don't know what you to don't make know what to make of me. Right. So there was a classic quote when Jim was at the bar with John on the phone. I just wanted to get back to him. Jim says, all right, we're, we're waiting for They're coming to pick us up now. 
I'm bringing a raider back with me. His John Gruden goes, Dad, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then the you know bad reception. The call kind of ended there, but I overheard that. That's so funny. It's a long story short. We get back to Mobile, check in. I go to the hotel lobby bar. NFL people all around. Um, senior Bowl players all around. Senior Bowl players' parents. Scouts, front office people. Uh, the Raiders defensive backs coach was in there. Um, a bunch of people were there. So I was talking jive. Got the bartender's number. Nice. Had a little dinner. Mm-hmm. Went back up to the room, called it a night. Woke up the next day. Went to senior bowl practice because of the um, press credentials. Was on the sideline getting great photos, videos. Man, Trace McSorley's arm, Penn State's quarterback, not impressive. Oh, I, I was expecting you to say it was impressive no. and I was going to be shocked. I think. Yeah, I didn't see him in person. I could tell you it's not and impressive. I, I, I respect the career that Trace McSorley had at Penn State and they beat some good teams and did some good things. I think I have a better arm at least in terms of 20-yard velocity, than he does. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I, okay. It was. Uh, maybe, I would have been shocked if you said it was impressive. I'll say. I'll go as far as to say this. I hope he was hurt and playing through some pain. You know, a shoulder injury. It looked like or, me out there. Or a rib injury or something that might have been hindering him. It looked like him. me out there. Yeah. That's a problem. Um, I thought Duke's Daniel Jones looked all right. He has Patriot written all over him. You think? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, if he falls. We'll do our draft episode another time. We're, well, yeah. We're looking forward to that one. For sure. I really like the kid Finley from NC State. Okay. And he played well during the game. So, whatever. It was great to be at the practice, getting a close-up look. Uh, Philadelphia's own Delaware safety, Nasir Adderley. Great stuff. Practice ended. I got out on the field interviewed Raiders defensive coordinator Paul Gunther, who's from Bucks County, lives in Sea Isle, has a summer home in Sea Isle. His wife's from Norristown. We had a great friggin' conversation. He's like, man, I miss talking to East Coast guys like you. He said, Mark, I love you. If there's anything I could ever do for you, let me know. Very cool. It was. He was super nice. I got up close and personal with John Gruden during his post-practice interview. Great experience. I get a little bit of a break in between practices. Then the South comes out, and a chick comes up to me now during the South's practice. And I was wearing an LSU knit hat. She says, you here covering LSU? I said, nah. She said, did you go to LSU? I said, nah. Just love this hat. My uncle, uh, you know, was there in, in a football capacity, yada, yada, yada. She says, oh, I went to LSU. I work for a news network down in New Orleans, local news network. We cover a senior bowl, LSU, Saints, blah, blah, blah. She ends up giving me a ride back to the hotel, which I thought was very nice of her mm-hmm. after practice. I get back to the hotel. Who's in the lobby? John Gruden. Hmm. He personally thanks me for looking out for his father. Gives me a fist bump. Slams me on the back. Now he was kind of out the door for dinner, mm-hmm. so we didn't get. To, I didn't get to bend his ear very much. Sure. 
Before he thanked me, though, who was he talking to in the hotel lobby? None other than Hall of Famer Bill Polian. Hmm. So it was tough to get any bit of John's ear in this yeah, instance. Definitely. They go out to dinner. I go to the bar in the hotel. Eat, drink, once again, players, coaches, scouts, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Talked to Raiders offensive coordinator Greg Olson. He was very disappointed that Derek Carr came at Max Kellerman like he did. Yeah. He said there's no reason to do that. None. And we discussed where the Raiders may play next year. We both agreed that the San Francisco Giants ballpark would be so cool because of how cool the pinstripe bowl looks. Football and baseball ballparks look fire. It looks so sick. Especially for eight games. Yeah, why not? Seven. Yeah, really, because one of which is in mm-hmm. London. Absolutely. We both agreed there. He said um, he's pulling for McVay and the Rams because he worked for the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's tight with McVay. And the whole Gruden and McVay family is very well connected. Sure. Greg gave me a lot of his time and was super, super cool and gracious and down to earth. Mm-hmm. Talked to him after the Senior Bowl, and it was like, you know, kind of in the locker room area. I said, hey, right, that quarterback Finley from NC State looked good, man, didn't he? So yeah, the kid could play. Hmm. Yeah, this is cool. You no, know, it was a cool. quick interaction. The Senior Bowl was a nice time, man. Being up in that press box first time, they really rolled, uh, rolled out the red carpet a little bit for the media guys. It was a very comfortable thing, you know, gave us bunch of paperwork they fed us a bunch of senior bowl memorabilia kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it was just really a great experience and i was talking with guys up in that booth and i was schooling them on things and i was giving them our card benny and we may be having some journalists from across the country now join us for our college football and nfl content coming up down the road that's exciting but being in that press box was a great feeling and exciting and Really cool experience. Now, prior to being in the press box, pregame, Senior Bowl day on the field, spoke with Mike Mayock. And I said, Mike, man, it's a dream come true having you as the general manager and John as the head coach. Literally, it's like something I thought about for a long time. Mm-hmm. The Raiders interviewed Mayock 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and then seeing him on TV all these years, mm-hmm. him being a Philly guy, I just always thought it would be incredibly cool. And it's well documented that John Gruden's my favorite football coach. So yeah. it's not like this insane. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not pulling I get this. It. I'm not pulling this out of my ass. Like, I get it. It's not like they came together and I said, "Oh, this is my favorite." Mm-hmm. No, this is something I like envisioned a decade ago. Yeah, I hope it works out better than Buck Walter and Dan Duquette did for me for your Orioles. Yeah, yeah, right. I think it will. Me too. So I can't say, do any worse. <laughs> I say that to Mike, and he goes, "Well, geez, I better not let you down then." Yeah. I start laughing. I said, it's not even about that. Do your thing. Stack those bricks. You know what you're doing. It's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. Like um, Alec Baldwin says in Along Came Polly, I said, good things. Good, good things. things. Now, I had some balls to go up to him because he was sitting on the bench. Uh, we were five minutes away from the national anthem. He was on his cell phone, and he was looking at a piece of paper. I hate interrupting people like that. Sure. Especially a guy like that that I really respect. Mm-hmm. But I had to do it. It was had probably to. my only opportunity. Yep. Had to friggin' do it. Got to take the shot. And he was super cool, super gracious. 
but he's tuned in. He is. What did you say? Hey, Mike. I said, this is exactly what I said. I said, yo, Mike. I'm in from South Philly. I'm covering the Senior Bowl. Yeah. First thing he says to me, which was a kick in the nuts, why aren't you an Eagles fan? <laughs> I said, yo, Mike, in from South Philly, covering the Senior Bowl. I'm a huge Raiders fan. His first, re- why aren't you an Eagles fan? Just another yeah, kick yeah, in yeah. the nuts. Of course. When I first ran into John, when we, like I said, he was kind of quick because they were on their way out the door. He said, we're going to get this thing turned around for you. And I said, I know. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool interaction. Yeah. I didn't get an interaction with John again until the morning of the game in the lobby where I directed him on where he could take a coffee piss. Good. And that was the last time I ever saw shit. him. You're not quite sure. Shit. So I heard him. I told you, follow that man into the bathroom, man. I just can't do that. Well, if he's taking a morning shit, you could have had 10 minutes alone with the man. I don't think there's anything more creepy or rude than talking to another human when they're taking a shit. I agree. Let but them enjoy their coffee John Gruden seems pissed. like the type of guy who would be perfectly fine to have a conversation on a toilet with a stranger. Because he, he, was, he was getting all jive. He was talking with a player's parents, talking about he likes the kid. I don't know who the parents were. He said, no, nah, your kid was great. Practice great, blah, blah, blah. Hey, anybody know where the bathroom is in this joint? Asking this group of parents. Yeah. They were too excited for pictures and all. They almost, like, ignored his question. Uh-huh. I'm eating my, it was a scolding hot breakfast burrito. Put it down for a minute. Kind of stood up when he started walking in my direction. John, the bathroom's around the corner here. And I'm pointing. He go. He kind of looks at me a little freaked out. Because yeah. I'm this weirdo that somehow yes. drove in with his father. That somehow now is giving him directions to the the bathroom bathroom. when he needs it so he's a little freaked out in a sense and he goes thank you (laughs) that's how kind of thank you i gotta say now all i'm picturing is the type of conversation john gruden could have on the toilet while you're next to him on the toilet on the other toilet i i think i would have got cursed out well you in that situation i'm saying like a random stranger like you're have like you're having a shit but you might not even know it's john gruden next to you that's the thing yeah. but like how he would actually you know what i yeah. mean talk about this coffee shit man yeah, yeah, yeah it's really it. getting me man uh oh, these it. coffees they rub right through me <laughs> breaking it but down. i love them man i love that vanilla all right now this is the another one of the crazy events that took place on this trip and i didn't tell you this benny i'm at the bar and at this fucking point notre dame linebacker Tavon Coney's father. Tevin, I think. Tevin is talking my ear off. Wants to get his son on the show. And, of course, we want to have him on the show. Yeah. Talking my ear off about getting his kid on the show, about his kid's career at Notre Dame. I showed him a picture I have with Brian Kelly. Cool. Um, You know, I'm pretty... Pretty informed on the Notre Dame roster. Yeah. So I was able to go tit for tat with him. And look, they're sure he's talking my ear off. And at this very moment now, now this is Friday night, John, Jim, and Paul Gunther, John Gruden, Jim Gruden, and Paul Gunther are across the bar from me. I tell the bartender who I got her number, send John a beer on me. She does. I can't get over to talk to them because this fucking guy... He's blowing my doors off. And I don't want to be rude to him. And I do want his son to come on the show. And at the same time, I don't want to 
make a circular route around the bar mm-hmm. to go up and try to bend John and Jim and Paul's ear again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I never got to see if John even said thank you to me or gave me a wave because he was talking my ear off. Mm-hmm. So it was a major missed opportunity there. It really eats at me. Yeah, that sucks. But there's only so much you can do. You made some good connections on the other end of the bar. And you don't want to creep out those guys either. We're going to see them again soon. That's right. Now, now this is where that exact situation got even more insane, Benny. And like I said, I have not told you this yet. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. So I have my Rolex on, my beautiful Pepsi Rolex, which you know I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. If I had the money, Benny, I would have 100 Rolexes. I love a Rolex. So I'm next to these two guys in suits, one of which is about our age. The other is probably about uh, 50 years old. The guy our age had the same exact watch on. What? I said, hey, man, nice watch. Go to mine. Start talking. We're talking sports, talking football. They were there. Uh, they're financial advisors based out of Fort Lauderdale. The older gentleman was once a sports agent and a booking agent for models in Miami. Two, Very cool. These guys are incredible. So we're talking. They tell me they're based out of Fort Lauderdale. They ask me what I do. I tell them about the podcast. I say, in fact, we had a, a girl who lives in Fort Lauderdale and works out of Fort Lauderdale for CBS Sports on our show not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Her name's Hannah. I still can't pronounce her last name, Benny. Ostachuk. Ostachuk. Yeah. She, okay. His face drops. Hannah? I went to Syracuse with her. I played basketball at Syracuse. She was my biggest crush. Funny. Crazy. Small fucking world. Yeah. Some people might have thought it was weird that we had a CBS Sports chick on for Fort Lauderdale, which was a great episode. No, it was very good. And uh, But people felt it was maybe random. Sure. Which in some ways, a lot of things that happen in this industry are. And that's fine. And we like the randomness. We embrace exactly. that. But he lost his mind. Oh, yeah, when I got her number, I was so excited. He was saying, this is years ago. Mm-hmm. But, and I, 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 I was blown away. In fact, sure. I reached out to our friend Sophie Julia, and I let her know about this strange coincidence. That's funny. She's down there covering the uh, Super Bowl now. And from there, the conversation just took off. Long story short, the older gentleman, he was Michael Irvin's agent, Jerome Brown's agent. Best friends with Michael Irvin. He told he he was talking to John Gruden at that same night. Said John cursed them off before on the golf course. <laughs> he was amazing. Uh, showing me pictures of him and Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Very cool. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Long story short, I made the best of friends with these guys, and they're going to be linking up with us at the combine. And that's very exciting. And I told them. And they told me, we're going to be partying the night away and get ready for what you're about to see in these Indianapolis bars. Oh, and I'm I can't excited. fucking wait. Oh, bro, I'm and, so and excited. Many, I know you didn't meet these guys, but rest assured, they are stand-up, hilarious, cool as hell, guys. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. But that circumstance is what cost me probably my final true opportunity to talk to John, Jim, and Rears Defense Coordinator Paul Gunther. But your last opportunity at the Senior Bowl. Yes, correct. 
You'll have another opportunity. Yep. Hopefully multiple. Yep, and it was n- nice. Tory Holt came up to me multiple times. How's it? Tr- how's your trip going? You having a good time? That's cool. Tory Holt said that he feel you know feels the media put a little bit of a crosshair on John Gruden because of the hundred million dollar contract. That's why they try to, in some ways, talk down on him. Mm-hmm. Um, during Kyle Shanahan in the 49ers practice, Kyle Shanahan was as quiet as a mouse. His coaching staff is incredibly young. Tory Holt, who is not a 49ers coach, but was helping them during the practices, was the most vocal coach out there. I saw Kyle Shanahan in the hotel a few times, taller than I thought, wears his hat very low. I don't know how well he's going to work out, Benny. Let me say that moving forward. Well, one, I always knew he was tall. But two, I kind of agree, but I have totally different reasons. Mine is that I think he has inefficiencies in the red zone, and the quarterback that he has also has inefficiencies in the red zone. And I think that could be a deadly combination for him. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not on the Kyle Shanahan, some guru uh, bandwagon. And let me tell you this, gang. It was a consensus. It's not just me being biased and saying this. It was a consensus down in Mobile that the Raiders staff and the Raiders team was running much more uh, organized, energetic, and productive practices than Shanahan and the 49ers. And boy, didn't that play true during the game because Gruden's squad, the North, kicked the South's ass in the second half. Yeah, domination. And, and when John Gruden and the Raiders coaches, all right, start slapping those stickers uh, how on cool the kids' helmets that? after they were making plays. The coolest. You know, that was senior bowl history right yeah. there. Because a lot of years, in years past, the kids would exchange team logos and put the logos all so they stopped doing that because which I hate they stopped doing because that. uniforms are such a big deal nowadays for marketing ah, and money. that's such bullshit. And you uni- and the uniforms, the black and orange was sick. Yeah, but God, it's such I, bullshit. I know that was one of the coolest parts. Right. So Gruden brought back a, kind of a new twist on it, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were slamming it on the kids' helmet. It's cool. Yeah, anywhere on the helmet. Now I was the first, all right, to report this on Twitter. Uh, I saw them coming out of the tunnel for players' introductions. And the three players that had on Raiders stickers from the get were Delaware safety Nasir Adderley for a good week of practice, uh, Notre Dame linebacker Drew Tranquil for a good week of practice, who I really like, and NC State center Bradbury, who I know Gruden really likes, uh, all had Raiders stickers on. And then once kids start making plays mm-hmm. and we're getting them slammed on, it was sick. It was so cool, too, because... A lot of cool players made these plays. Guys, you're interested to see where they yeah, go. Yeah, definitely. They wanted to make an impression for they, John. They did. And the little receiver from UMass, Andy Isabella, who I interviewed post-game, was electric. I told the press box, and I swear to God, on everything that's holy, I said in the second half, if he makes one more play, he's going to win MVP or, off- or the offensive award or whatever. He made more than one and won that award. Mm-hmm. We'll be posting the interview with him soon. Uh, to see the safety, Nasir Adderley make a pick was awesome. Tavon Co- Tevin Coney recovered a fumble. Mm-hmm. 
It, it was just electric. It Very was cool, cool, man. College All-Star game. I love it. Had a sick vibe to it. Yeah, because of John Gruden. Because of John. The guy the media said cannot communicate with young modern-day players is mm-hmm. too old. That yeah, never was, made if sense. If it was Kyle Shanahan and <laughs> Sean McDermott right. running this. Right. No. Right. Nobody would care. Right. And I, I met Sean. Or as much. Sure. I met Sean McDermott down there. John Lynch, the 49ers GM, held an elevator door for me. That's cool. And I talked to Raiders guard Gabe Jackson, and he loves Derek Carr. He said him and Derek fly together on every flight. They watch a movie. They're best friends. Gabe also feels very positive about the direction of uh, the team under Gruden. He's a really cool dude. I said, Gabe, don't be surprised, man, when you get to Vegas, if you see me working for the Silver and Black, don't laugh at me. He said, laugh at you? No, I'm going to be like, that's my dog. <laughs> He's like, you know, laid back guy. Yeah. So he was funny. But there there was just so many moments of me conversating with NFL guys and Raiders guys and media members and other interesting people related to this, you know, industry that it was so professionally gratifying and personally gratifying. And it help the growth of on the mark benny and that's what it's all about yeah i couldn't be any happier with how it worked out i was trying to get you all pumped up and amped up the night or two before you know my but, nerves uh, were at a fever pitch i know but I, you did a great job you did better than i could have even imagined yeah man i appreciate that we tried to deliver the best content we could and it's still running and it's still going and i got some blogs transcribing this podcast coming out gang and uh I want to leave you on this. If you have any goals in whatever industry or hobby or whatever it may be, friggin' take a leap of faith and pursue them. This wasn't an ideal trip for me. I have a lot of other things going on. I don't like spending thousands of dollars to go to Mobile, Alabama with to go to Mobile, Alabama alone with no guarantees, with no direction, with no guidance. I don't like doing that. So keep that in mind when you're pursuing your shit. Sometimes you have to take leaps of faith, more than one, and it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable feeling, but I think there's something rewarding about living in discomfort because you're challenging yourself you're testing yourself you're testing your willpower your might and if you keep pushing it and keep doing things like that even in the end if it doesn't turn out exactly how you envisioned it might resemble what you envisioned and still be a very good thing you got to battle. You got to take leaps of faith. So really let this story uh, motivate you, if it can, to pursue your passions. Because at times on this trip, I felt like a little fucking kid. Uh, a giddiness, a rewarding feeling that I don't really get too, too often. And it was really special. And I want everybody to feel those type of vibes and emotions. Because that's how you know you're living. Push it to the limit. Leaps of faith. Pursue your passion. Alright gang. Until next time. This was our Senior Bowl recap. Thank you for joining us. You are now off the mark.